Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Good morning. This is Daily Office on Friday, May 14th. And, Already. Uh, yeah. It's hard to believe. It's come and gone. But anyway, um, I'm Pastor Bruce Mowry, and this is Melody. And we're bringing uh, just a, a short message for your day. Hopefully it's something that you can think about and uh, will help make your day a little bit more spiritual. And uh, Melody's going to read from Jeremiah. We're starting on Jeremiah now. Yeah, I figured we wouldn't have these hard names, but yes, we do. Yeah. Okay, the, the words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests at Anilah, in the territory of Benjamin. The word of the Lord came to him in the 13th year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah, and through the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, down to the fifth month of the 11th year of Jedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah, when the people of Jerusalem went into exile. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. This is the word of God for the people of God, and all people say, thanks, thanks be to God. God. <laughs> yeah. Would you like it if God could put your word, his words in your mouth now? I mean, well, I think he does, about but it. yeah. I can't do that. Um, just a little background about this scripture. Um, king Josiah was only eight years old when he became king. <laughs> That's pretty young. The land had been decimated by idols. The temple was littered with debris and was run down. It was poor repair. Um, they just hadn't been able to keep it up. There had been wicked king after wicked king who had forsaken God. Then Josiah, the young king, at the age of 16 most likely, at the urging of his mentor, the high priest, ordered the land to be purged of idols. And then a few years later, he also ordered that repairs be made on the temple. And it was during these repairs that they found something really valuable. They found the book of law. No one knew what this book was because they had neglected the law of God and the writings of the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, for such a degree that there really wasn't any working knowledge. They, they hadn't read it for so long and it had not been seen. And so there were probably lifetimes of people uh, when they were in exile and, and uh, when they had these bad kings that had never been exposed to the scriptures. And so Josiah, just uh, Jeremiah, um, rec recognizing that uh, this was a, a special book, um, that right there was a great, great find for the, for the kingdom. Um, and so he read that book and it made such an impression on him. Um, he probably was a young teenager. Um, and then he learned what God uh, expected of him and the covenant that he had with the people. Um, 
See, they had forgotten the covenant. They had forgotten everything that had made them uh, the Israelites that they were supposed to be and the covenant they were supposed to have with God. So then we come to the scripture today, and uh, right in the very first part of this, it says that I've got a plan for you. Um, I knew you before you were born, Yeah. and I set you apart. And, and so right there, for me at least, is encouraging um, that God knows us so well, and he has a plan for us. But then I got thinking, you've got to be able to listen. Because God probably had plans for a lot of other people, maybe some of those bad kings. But if they weren't listening to God, um, it didn't do any good. Um, so, so the first thing is all of us, I think, uh, when we accept Christ into our lives, uh, when we believe in God, we have to listen and listen for God's voice. Um, it, it comes across in the scriptures like it was an out loud voice. I don't know. I hear God a lot of times speak to my heart, speak to me um, in his still small voice or sometimes it's uh, just uh, in nature, sometimes it's through scripture. Um, but we've got to figure out some way that we can hear God. And uh, maybe I, I know like when we sing, one of the most important things about singing is, is listening. It's not all about uh, the voice. Sometimes you've got to be able to listen and blend and make sure you've got to be able to hear the piano so you're on the right pitch. Um, so listening is so important, and listening for God in our life, I think, is so important. Um, and even in relationships, we know that listening is, is really important. Um, and But once you hear, uh, you know, we're human beings, we start making excuses, and and uh, Jer Jeremiah was the same way. He said, you know, I'm too young. And being eight, that, that would be pretty hard. But even at 16, um, knowing that he, he became king, uh, but he, then he said, I didn't have the words. And, uh, you know, and being that young, I, I would have thought, is anybody going to listen to a kid like me? Um, but he did have the authority. By the high priest, they, they gave him the, the kingship. So the next thing is that we have to get rid of the excuses that we have. And what was his excuse? Too young. But I think some of us are too I mean, old. He really was I, too young. <laughs> but he was if young. God appointed him, that's, you know, that's... Yeah. But, but I think there's also people my age that are too old to say, I'm retired and, you know, <laughs> I've, I've done my share. I, I don't oh, have to listen anymore. How many years have we heard, I've done my... Yeah. Much fair share. It's time for somebody else to do it. And, and there's, yeah. Maybe we don't want to go. We don't want to do the things that takes sacrifice. Um, uh, I, you know, but God reaches out to us and He says, "Look, folks, <laughs> I'm going to help you through this. I'm going to rescue you. I'm going to give you the words. If you need words, I'll give you the words." And uh, I was thinking back over my early um, ministry how. At the beginning, I've said this before, at the beginning, my sermons weren't as good as they were later on. And part of it was the listening part to God because I was reading, I was reading the scriptures, I was doing it on my own. I was, Bruce was doing, trying to do the, the sermons all himself. When Bruce did the sermons all himself, it didn't work out as well. That's when I started listening they, to God. They were good, mm -hmm. but you didn't, you did there was something lacking. There was a spark. And... 
I when I noticed your sermon change, it was just like, bam, you were, it was just a change from one Sunday to another, and you got better and better and better. Yeah, and and but I think that was the the initial part of it was starting when I would even get up in the pulpit, if God would put something on my heart to share that, even if it was in my notes, you know, yeah. I know Kirk does that a lot. He'll, he'll uh, hear something or, you know, incorporate something with somebody from the audience. And sometimes uh, the congregation, and sometimes that's, that's needed because he was listening and engaging people. Um, so, so my prayer, I guess, and my thought for this, this day is that, first of all, let's see if we can listen. And that, that means you're going to have to really focus and, and listen to God and, and think about uh, maybe people you know. Maybe he wants you to call somebody. Uh, maybe there's a, a letter that needs to be written. Or maybe you need to invite somebody to church. Maybe somebody's not been back to church for a while, and, and we can invite somebody back to church. Reassure them that it's okay to come back. Or maybe God uh, shows you a need in the community, or maybe it's in the congregation. Um, one of the needs that we have is working with the children. Uh, we'd really like to see that program go, and, and with the youth. And we're starting to get our Sunday school classes together. And then maybe God's pushing you to, to teach a Sunday school class. Maybe you're not comfortable with doing that. But, you know, I think if God is pushing you that yeah. way, maybe you need to listen to that voice. Where God leads. No, I can't remember. Uh, you should provides. follow. Oh, he provides? Yeah. Okay. So God guides and he provides. So we need to just try, try and, and listen for God's voice this week. And, and remember, you're never too young or never too old. And one of the things I, I was thinking too, back when I was in, in a youth group, a lot of people would say the youth are our future. But one of the things the youth said is, we want to be active today. We want to yeah. be a part of the church today. We want to make help make decisions today. And I, I really believe that, that we need to listen more to our young people. And they've got a lot of good ideas and stuff, you know, just to say, oh, you're too young. It's, it's right there in this scripture right now. It says that, you know, it's not the, the age that matters if God's calling you to do some things. So, well, let's have a word of prayer. Gracious God, we thank you for Jeremiah. Um, and even though he was young, he listened to God and he found God's holy word and got the, the scriptures back in the importance of the kingdom where they needed to be. And we need to also keep the scriptures alive in our lives too and, and in our church and um, help us read them, help us listen for God's voice and God's leading in our lives and to touch the lives and have the ministry that God wants for us, that he knew us from the moment we were conceived until we are here today and and he leads us and he has a plan for us all of us in god's name i pray amen amen see you later